welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing information nobody asked for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? It's not bad, man. How about you? I'm doing really good. It's a nice Sunday night. Had a big weekend, and uh, yeah, we're just we're here. Going to have a bit of a riff, and uh, I'm excited for it. I am so keen for this episode. I mean, I asked you to record what last weekend. I said, fuck, do you want to record on Sunday? <laughs> Yeah. And then I think that became Tuesday and every day and I'm like, no, I need to just relax. Let's do it next week. Um, there's been a lot going on, I think, in life. It's been a, been good. It's been shit at times. But I think I just, um, yeah, I'm so keen just to talk today. <laughs> just a lot's been happening. Yeah, me too. Like um, gigs, like uh, packages arriving, plans oh, yeah. in the making. And like we, we've had a good, good month of... Um, episodes i think like uh the mixtapes are really getting a good reception but um yeah well, that's we still it, want right? to talk music yeah like i think we we've got 13 episodes now we just looked at before which is pretty crazy to think about it um and we've started doing the mixtapes and i know the last two episodes we did were mixtapes we just dropped and we said fuck the schedule let's just get it out yeah uh and they were they like the reception's been pretty great for those but you know, we just wanted to kind of get on the mic and talk today, so we don't really have a topic. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of keen just to go through and just talk whatever's... I mean, I know I've got some things I want to bring up, but yeah. Yeah, man. I think this is uh, this is kind of what we wanted to start with anyway, was a bit of, bit of chit-chat, a bit of music news, and just kind of see where the, where the conversation takes us. Well... Talking about music news. So one thing I wanted to bring up was how fucked has the last month been with new releases? Mate, it's it's probably going to be like 2023, maybe may go down as one of the best years in music that we've seen for a long time. Wait, you're talking 2022? 2022. <laughs> yeah, 2022. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. No, dude, I, I I can't believe how crazy it's been. I, I think when we did our mid-year review episode, you know, we had a few mentions for the back end of the year, um, but like my whole top five's fucked. <laughs> like it's all over the shop now. I don't know what sits where. Things are going to have to come out. I don't know what's coming out. Like it's just, and I st- oh, it's it's been mental a few weeks. Yeah, I think we may have to pivot and move to. A top 10. That's how stacked it is. You're a coward. I'm going for the five, Dave. It's what we do. Okay. <laughs> We're going to cut some. We're going to cut them. But our special mentions, honorable mentions, will be quite large. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> to think about from like, if we were to look at our, um, our media reviews, like I've got mine in front of me here, I don't think there's maybe one album that's going to stay in there. From the from from the middle of the year, and I, like the 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 mention that we had or I had, just Daisy Chamber slowly slowly hasn't come out yet. Well, I mean that's an interesting one because we've had five singles, and you've heard a yeah. sixth song because you went mm-hmm. to that. Um, oh yeah, I have that installation they did. So I can't see a world where um, slowly actually doesn't make it. I think they that album, the singles anyway, have been fantastic. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, um, I just want to rattle off a few um, that I think because we spoke about this 
with the Jamie episode and we spoke about counterparts mm-hmm. and that album still, uh, uh, that album had no right being as good as it was. I know we already spoke about it for like 10, 15, 20 minutes, but yep. fuck me. That's a good album. So good, man. Um, it's like, it's, I still listen to it. I need to grab a copy on vinyl because it's, it's that good. It's one of those ones where I thought it was the pre-order was coming out like next year. And that's why I didn't pre-order it. Well, it did say March when it first dropped. I remember reading it being like March and the yeah. pre-orders came out in like June or something. Yeah. Or even May. And I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, here we are. Absolute monstrous album. Um, so there's that album, but since that's come out, <laughs> Um, Taylor Swift dropped Midnight's and I know that's maybe not as much your cup of tea as it is mine, Yeah, but I really encourage people to think objectively about this. And even though it's a pop album, not quite the realm of what we talk about, that album is so good. Uh, and that might easily have jumped up and beaten Counterparts. I said Counterparts arguably after one or two listens, album of the year. Midnight's I think is better, but anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> It's it's really hard, like especially for you. I feel for you because you're ranking albums that are kind of in a different scene. So yeah, it's I know music is still kind of the same across the board. Where you're like, how does it make me feel? Yeah, how's it sound? The lyrics catchy, blah, blah blah. But yeah, it's kind of been like really hard for you to to kind of distinguish between the two. Yeah. Um. And so we know that, like, we also had Harry's House at Midyear, which I think is still incredible. How am I meant to fit those two into a top five with Thornhill, Dance, Gavin Dance, Counterparts? Like, Ocean Grove was in my in my top five. Like, uh, it's just crazy. Um, so I'm keen to kind of, like, cut my list down to five and see how I even rank the five. Mm. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to our international listeners. Um for this, Nick and May, um, Sly Withers Overgrown. So I gave it some time. I knew I'd always like Sly Withers. I knew they were a band that I would like. And I don't know why I never listened to them. I think it was because I was being a bit of a, a cheeky bastard. But that album is fantastic. Have you listened to it much? Not yet. Have you not Have you not listened to them at all? No. Maybe like the singles and like people have told me to listen to them. So I'll go and listen to like their top songs. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed it, but I've never actually sat down and listened to an album front to back. Mm-hmm. And I think I've listened to that new album like three or four times this weekend. Nice. Yeah, they're really good. And they're great live. If you can get past the preachiness about uh, moshing. <laughs> not getting in the mosh. Yeah, that's right. You told yeah. me about that. Not being rough in the mosh. Just kind of like, yeah. Pillow fights at the Sly Withers mosh. So, yeah. um, but they're excellent live. Really, really good. Yeah. Um. I want to talk about the gloom in the corner Trinity that came out on Friday. Okay. I know, I don't know if like, I haven't listened to them much with the new singles, more their EPs back in the, like when they were starting off as a band, I really liked, mm-hmm. but this album goes hard as well. Maybe not album of the year worthy for me. I know it will be some people's, but I just want to shout out that that album slaps and like, it's crazy. It's a very good Aussie album and I think it needs the airtime. Mm, cool. That's uh, another one I haven't really listened to. I just, uh, I miss the gloom hype. I don't understand. I think you need to go see them live. Like when I saw them live, it kind of changed my whole perception of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I really want to talk about that I've been plugging all weekend, I only found them out this weekend. I've seen people post them all over Instagram um, over the weekend. 
and I just listened to it and it might be one of my favorite things I've heard in a long time. Uh, it is arm's length, never before seen, never again found. Have you listened to it yet? Yes, I gave it one go. And? Oh, yeah. Powerful stuff. It's like my sad boy <laughs> emo dreams, like in this new album, that just completely went under the radar, I felt. Like, I look at the release date, it's been out for a while. Yeah. But people, I only saw people talk about it this week. Hmm, maybe that's when the uh, the physicals landed. Maybe. Um, but since we've just spoken, that's already, what, four albums that I think should be considered. Next week, yeah. we've got Slowly Slowly. I'm still praying for Nick Deep to surprise us with an album, but it's not happening, I know. Don't tell me. Yeah. I know it's not happening, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's been crazy. Um, what a crazy year for music. Yeah, and I'm with you since we spoke. Like my mid-year top five is Alexis on Fire, No Pressure, Rollo Tomasi, Cult of Luna, and Berthold City. You could probably chuck all of them out, Dave, and start again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my, and it's just going to be impossible. Like Inclinations come out, and that is oh, yeah. one hell of an album. Um, I keep finding stuff that's come out this year. That just I will keeps... say with inclination, I guess I didn't mention that because we've actually had it for a while. Yeah, I don't know have. why they shipped out so early. So, um, oh, and Birds in Row as well. We, we've yep. spoken about that. that yep. There's so much music that's come out. Sparta dropped an album. Um, yeah. I messaged you about um, a band called Gillian Carter. That's that, great, uh, by the way. I know I didn't message yeah. you back. I listened to it a bit today. Holy shit, that was good. Yep. Uh, no Devotion. Um, Callous Dow Boys, uh, like so much stuff. Stray from the Path. Fit for oh, Stray for yeah. Stray is is fantastic album. Have um, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's been nuts. Yeah, um, like it's 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 absolutely stacked, and we know why. It's because we've had two years of of bands sitting on music and, and really ha- having the luxury of taking time to to really flesh stuff out. I forgot. I remember what I was going to say. Elias Dunes. I was going to say, when does that come out? It comes out in two weeks. Oh, yeah. That's going to be another one. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> How many times can I say crazy in this episode, do you reckon? Um, 78. You've also Maybe got as many devil- times as I say, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other one we haven't spoken about is Devil Wears Prada. Oh, fuck it. We haven't spoken about that. We kind of did with Borchi. Um, yeah. Then a bit with Matt as well. But that was, oh, yeah. With Matt, we spoke about it a little bit. But that's just one I haven't been able to get to. Like, I've just been listening to so much other stuff. Well, that came out on the same day as something else. Um, it did. And I remember, I think that's exactly why I haven't listened to it. It wasn't Dance, Kevin Dance, was it? No. It didn't come out. Oh, nothing that I've got. And the other the other album we haven't spoken about is The Wonder Years. Oh, my God, we haven't spoken about that either. I can't wait for my physicals for that to come. Because I will be so, listening to that quite a bit. Might be interesting to, um, yeah, to unpack those lists because it has going to be very different. I mean, I know we have a little bit of crossover, but um, I don't think we will. 
I honestly don't think we will have any crossover dude this year. Um, I've been thinking about it. Unless you, oh, sorry, counterparts. I expect counterparts to be in both of our top five. That's an early spicy take. <laughs> yeah. Like probably a stupid take. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would assume that we'd both have that in our top five. Yeah, that's an obvious one, I think. Just the way we spoke about it in the uh, when we made it both of our feature albums, it was pretty <laughs> yeah. clear then. Um, but yeah, Taylor Swift, take a bow. I just want, yeah, amazing stuff. Um, I guess since then as well, uh, a lot has come up in regards to gigs coming up from the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I know when we last spoke, I had just gone to Imperil Fest. I saw Bloom Headline and they played a new song, Carve Your Name Into My Lungs. I know I spoke about it last time, but I just can't get over how amazing that song is. And I was really hoping that people at Cult Fest today, we're recording on Sunday, got to see that song live, but they didn't play it. What? So now I'm like walking around like a madman with like 10 people that I know, five people that I know that have seen the song (laughs) and I just need everyone to see it. So if Bloom, I doubt you're listening, please put on a show. I'm going to bring all my mates and we're going to listen to it because it's fucking crazy good. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the, uh, hearing the recording that you did and like it was in two parts, but man, I'm excited for the, for new music from them. I think I listen to it at least every few days. Like I'll just, mm-hmm. it's my favorite. So I'll go on my phone. <laughs> I'll find it. Uh, it was incredible. Um, and I guess since then I've been to a few more shows. So I went to the Stepson, um, their tour for their new single, Eraser. Oh yeah. Um, I was probably more keen for Ambleside, to be honest. Their first time I've seen them since well before COVID. Adelaide band that, you know, right up in that melodic hardcore kind of space. Uh, I used to love. Uh, they played with Keepsake in Sydney which was great. Mm-hmm. You've always They're been seeing really them and I love their new single. And Bad Love supported as well. And I've seen them a few times, but it wasn't until this time that I actually changed my idea of them. Or made, I, I changed my like yeah thoughts. And they were amazing live. And I've listened to them a little bit since and I don't know why I was caught sleeping. That's sick. How good is it when a... Uh... When you have your, your mind changed about a band. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it was at the Lansdowne, which I've never been before in Sydney. Great venue. Maybe one of my favorite venues up here since I've moved, to be honest. Mm. It just was a great, it was a great night. Uh, they're amazing live. And yeah. What about you? Have you been in 20 shows? Yeah. I went to a um, a show last night. It was the, the Hollywood of the Hollywood the Halloween show. Um, Hollywood, let's go. Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to the Halloween Halloween show um, at Seeing Bird Studios in, in Frankston. So it was pretty stacked Melbourne hardcore lineup. Um, I got there a little bit late because it started earlier than what I thought. Yeah. So I actually missed Forgive and No Peace, who are two pretty up-and-coming um, up and coming hardcore mm. bands, but when I got there, Horsepower had just started, and they had a mm. pretty cool story. Before each band, they had an announcer come up and like read a blurb about about each band. So Horsepower, uh, they're a Melbourne band, and they were formed to fill time between Bathurst twenty twenty one and Bathurst twenty twenty two. So these guys decided to start a band. So they're all into the V eights, are they? 
<laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> they had some interviews with Street Machine magazine explaining the really? <laughs> why they're a bear. No, it's a it's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but they were full of energy um really good um just straight up straight up hardcore um crowd was going pretty nuts for i guess the the third band to play yeah um so and then after them uh terminal sleep played yeah which is a bit of a super group i didn't realize that uh i didn't realize that either until you mentioned it last night we talked about when we spoke about the gig yeah uh that's pretty cool so it's got members of Clowns, um, Starve, and I can't remember the other two. But yep. the the band got formed in like at an airport while they're waiting for a plane to board for for a show. And they're all and, playing in the bands touring together. And then they said, "Let's just yeah, really wow. yeah." Um, and they were really good. They were like on the more of metalcore, like maybe even grindcore side of things. Cool, but. Yeah, they they really brought it. They were really good. Um, yeah. They all dressed up as like demon priests or yeah, demon sisters. Yeah, the nuns. And um, the lead singer's makeup was terrifying. Like just How it, that? it suited suited the uh, the show to a T. Um, so after them, Fever Shack played, who are Franks and locals. Yeah, and Man Oh Man. Hardcore is back. They go off? Yeah, absolutely mental. Um, they had stage divers, people army crawling. Like at one stage, it was like 35 people on stage with them. That's crazy. It was just insane. Stuff you see like in these 90s documentaries where there's no barriers, yeah. no security. Um, it was so cool. Um, they dressed up as characters from Austin Powers. <laughs> That's so good. So the bass guitarist was a fembot, so he was just wearing a dress. Uh, lead singer was <laughs> lead singer was Austin Powers, and um, Lockie the guitarist was fat bastard. So you oh, can see the pictures. Funny as <laughs> he's in like this big blob suit. <laughs> so the crowd was into it as well. Um, there's like Spider Man, Ghostbusters, yeah. all sorts of stuff in the crowd, which was awesome. Uh, clowns played after them, but I shot off early after after Fever Shack played because I'd seen Clowns yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. Um, but they were they're in about the crowd, like um, just hanging out with the patrons because like it's just one of those sh- small venues. It's actually yeah, a factory. Go. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's so cool. It's just a factory at the end of the lot, and they had like a fence fenced off the end so you could go outside, and yeah, tiny awesome venue. Uh, did you dress up for Halloween? No, I didn't. I went as a baseball player, you could say. <laughs> um, no, the photos looked awesome. I did see at one point the pool noodles got thrown into the crowd. Who was that for? That was every band. Every band had pool noodles thrown into the crowd. There was just pool noodles on the floor, like when I got there. And so people, like, um, two guys had a jewel at one stage, so they're on top of another guy's shoulders. And Insane. like they were f- like sword fighting in there, um, yeah, it was awesome. I I am going to start a petition that we need more pool noodles at shows um, because that just sounds like a heap of fun. <laughs> yeah, um, one thing I forgot to mention is during the Fever Shack set, there was a guy dressed up as a soccer player, and his mate yeah. had a soccer ball, and they were doing headers. So he was stage diving and doing oh. headers into the crowd. It was insane. <laughs> Um, I need to watch the stream 
that I saw, I think Jeff Chris on Instagram yep. put up a link. I need to go and find that because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. I really want to see Fever Shack. I know you've, you've kind of introduced them to me a while ago. I think their music's so good, but I just want to see them. I don't think they're in Sydney. Uh, they're coming next week. Are they? Yep. Next week? With who? Yep. Uh, they're playing with um, These Nuts. These Nuts play this weekend. Oh, they're playing with These Nuts in Melbourne then. They but I'm pretty idea. sure they're going to Sydney. Fuck. That sucks. Are they playing with These Nuts in Melbourne? Yeah, they are too. God damn it. No, they're not playing. I'm on the Instagram. I don't see any shows coming maybe up in Sydney. Maybe it's Terminal Sleep that's going to Sydney next week. Terminal Sleep are going in Sydney, and that's one thing I want to talk about. So this episode comes out on Tuesday. This coming weekend, I'm going to have a rip of three days. I'm going to a show on Sunday to see Justice for the Damned, supported uh, by Kublai Khan, which I can't wait for, Sanction and Honest Crooks. Oh. And I stupidly thought it was today. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I could even hit up the group chats being like, Who, who's going? I was ready to go to the pub. I was ready to, you know, it was great weather this weekend in Sydney. I was ready to go. And then it's next week. So can't wait for that show. Kublai Khan, one of my favorite EPs um, of the year. And I think they're going to be sick. And I'm pretty keen to see Sanction as well, um, which will Bosh be mad. But then... Bands. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, we talk about getting pit fit coming up oh. in a later segment, but I'm going to see how I am this weekend coming. <laughs> You'll be pit unfit if you're anything like me. Oh, I don't know. You know, one of our friends, Jackson, he goes pretty hard. Probably not going to go that hard. I don't want to break my wrist or my nose or anything, but <laughs> um, take care of yourself, Jackson, if you're listening. <laughs> um, then the next day, I've got the Slowly Slowly Acoustic Show. They're launching Daisy Chain, like in three shows up the East Coast. So that's on Monday night, and I can't wait. That's at the Vanguard. I haven't been, but apparently it's like 100 cap. So oh, it's going to be some sad boys in that crowd, I can tell you right now. Uh, and then on Tuesday, Sanction are doing a side show at the Burdekin, and that's where Terminal Sleep are playing in volatile ways. Oh. And uh, I can't wait for that show. It's going to be sick. Tiny Room as well. Volatile ways played with Confession and Shinto about maybe two months ago now, a month ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they were really good. So I can't wait for that show. And I'm even more excited for Terminal Sleep now that I heard that story. Yeah. Um, Girls taking over hardcore, man. It it's is so, so good. good to see. Um, I'm just keen for more gigs. <laughs> like I felt like for a minute there, Sydney gigs were getting quite grim. I mean, I, they're probably still quite grim. I know I've said it on the pod. People don't go to shows in Sydney. I don't fucking get it. Um, and I was worried that little sideshows like this would stop happening because I kept feeling like Melbourne got every sideshow because Melbourne people do go to shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a pretty good week in a bit um, of gigs. Nice. Yeah. I haven't got another gig until Good Things. How good is Good Things going to be? Oh, I'm so looking forward to that now. I am. Um, I booked the hire car on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna head down on the Thursday, drive down Thursday, um, pick up Webby and Canberra on the way down and, um, can't wait. It's going to be a great day. And I keep looking at the lineup thinking this is going to be so good. I hope the weather holds out. 
Oh, it's going to be good. Bring me the horizon. Oh, I'm ready. Story so far. Oh, I'm so keen. Yeah. And I'm keen as to see Bring Me Again. And obviously Kiss Chasey again after that successful drop of United Chasey. We haven't spoken about the drop, Dave. Congratulations. I know yeah. you had a part in it. We spoke about <laughs> it in the last episode with Jamie uh, from Summit Distro. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Three presses yeah. sold out like crazy quick, right? I think in like less than two hours. So, um, yeah, so last Friday, Summit dropped United Paper People, um, two of the variants on, on Friday night, and the Color Bomb sold out in like six minutes, which is incredible. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Oh, it looks uns- insane. I've seen like a similar mock done from the plant, and it yep. looked incredible. So I can't wait to. Um, I've actually heard that mock is a photo of an actual record that they've done with just the label photoshopped on top. So that's that's wild. It's not even like a a makeup. So I'm yeah. super keen for that. The pinwheel stayed up for a little bit longer, which is which is cool. And then a 180 gram black went up on on the Monday morning following, and that went really quick. Like less than I I checked at nine oh nine and they were gone. So yeah, that's nuts. To be able to for for those guys to to be able to sell something like four hundred records in like let's say hour and forty five minutes, it's pretty special nuts. for them. That's very special. It's crazy. Um, and obviously you had a part to play in that. It never would have happened without you. And I think yeah, um, yeah. Proud pod bro moment for you, Dave. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. I've been able to keep a lid on it. I'm just like, there's, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in getting oh, yeah. something like that up and running once they've got the band on board. Um, yeah. But yeah, I gave myself a quiet little pat on the back Monday morning when I saw they're all gone. And it was like, love to hear it. Yeah. So I'm stoked. It's going to be a little while before we get those. Not just if it didn't sell out. Oh. I'd be like, fuck Dave, man. Blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's awesome. But I think it was a calculated risk doing doing oh. that number. Like the amount of times people asked for it is was every every post they did was like every time they were asking, what do you want pressed that isn't pressed? You know, yeah. paper people came up every time. So I'm happy for them. Let's hope they, they get the rest of the albums. The rest oh, of this, the stuff to do because hymns would be cherry I'd on top. I'd love to get hymns. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're going to be great to see good things, and I'm just looking at the lineup now. I mean, should we almost record our end of year pod before this? Because Thornhill are the only band playing that released an album this year that I think are going to be considered. And I know as soon as I see them live, I'm going to fucking put them at number one again. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to be able to see Dance Gavin Dance Counterparts or Taylor Swift before the end of the year. So Yeah. Thornhill number um, one. <laughs> yeah. I'll see Thornhill again and I'll see I'll see Jacob and be like, fuck. Are my pants gotten a bit tighter or is it just me? <laughs> well, they're on a mini hiatus, so like so they should be firing on all cylinders after a bit of a rest too. Oh, they're gonna be great. They've played a lot of shows. Um, I don't know. I feel like this Good Things doesn't have as many bands either as what there was in the previous two that I went to or three that I went to. Yeah. So I don't know if that means we're going to get longer set times. Mm. But 
I can't wait. It's going to be a great day. And Melbourne yeah. show, you can come down to Melbourne for it. So people will be there. Yeah, for sure. Um, super keen for it. And I was looking, I, I realized the same thing is that the, the, the lineup was a little bit condensed, but I guess if you're paying for Bring Me and the Deftones on the same day. Oh, and no effects. And no and effects Tism, as well. And Amity and Gajira. It's pretty nuts. Like, it's a lot of big bands. Yeah. I wanted to ask, was there something I missed about Fever 333? Um, I think they've broken up. Are they? I don't know. I thought they were still together. Yeah, this has only just happened. Well. So they may be to... replaced with someone local, hopefully. Well, I know I've been campaigning for this for a while, but my favorite, one of my favorite bands, Neck Deep, will be in Asia the week before. So not that anyone from Good Things is listening to this podcast, but if you are, I need to see them. The same day mm-hmm. as the story so far will be a dream come true. <laughs> oh, actually... Um, Fever 333 frontman Jason Butler has said they will continue despite um, two of the three members leaving. Oh, shit. So he was so just going to Fever 3 in. or Fever 111. <laughs> <laughs> Fever right, Man. That's a, that's a great part, everyone. I need to go. Bye. <laughs> it's just Fever Man. <laughs> Oh, fuck, that's a horrible joke. Um, Hopefully he brings it because, like, obviously he's one of those guys that everyone talks about being the front man, the energy, the, like, everything. And I didn't see that when I saw him play uh, with Let Live in 2017. But that, I don't think that was his fault. That was the sound thing. But... um yeah, hopefully he uh, still puts on a good show. I saw, um, I'm just making sure it's the right one. No, ignore what I was going to say. Completely different. Um, no, I think, yeah, I'm keen to see them actually. I always get them in uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes mixed up for some reason. I don't know why. I don't listen to either of them, but I've seen Frank Carter and I've said that their energy is amazing. Oh, okay. So he's the ex singer of Gallows. So I've seen him yes. with Gallows, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Different, um, totally different continents, too. Yeah. Just FYI. Fuck. All right, whatever. I've, I've clearly, <laughs> the, the podcast peaked about 15 minutes ago. I made a bad joke, and now it's just fucking all downhill from here. So, yeah. Well, let's segue into our mail days. What have you uh, received lately? What have I received lately? I've actually gotten a list because I've been getting really bad at just trying to go off the cuff. <laughs> I feel like I don't do it justice. So I've got some good goods lately, actually. Um, so I got a package from you at the start of last week. Mm-hmm. Or was it the week before? I'm not sure. Uh, you sent me, we, we got No Pressure, the self-titled album together. Yep. Um, in an order, which was great. And I got the Purple, Purple Boy. So I got that from you as well as a gift from God. Approximation of a Human, uh, which mm-hmm. is a bit of a screamo, kind of grindcore band. Um, and I appreciate you for gifting that because I really do like it. Um, it's just Sweet. crazy good. I don't know what it is. It's this really fine line between this like really heavy screamo slash grind stuff that 
I really like and that I think you like, but mm-hmm. it's so similar but different at the same time. And I think that's a perfect example of stuff that I like. Yeah. I don't really yeah, know what it is. I don't know if it's the samples in it or if it's like the tone and the feeling. I don't know what it is, but I love it. They're very MySpace era, and I know you love that era of music. Um, and then I picked up two copies of Midnight's. <laughs> so I have all the variants and a few doubles coming in the mail, mm-hmm. but I got really impatient after it dropped, and I realized how great it was. So I went across the road on the Saturday morning to my local JB Hi-Fi, picked up two copies. Um, yeah, so good. Like, I think one of them, I'm going to, one for you. So yeah, I'll take one of those. Get, get streaming on that bad boy because, uh, it's great. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, I went to resist and picked up another copy of no pressure because I can't control myself. Um, <laughs> is that a copy of the purple one? Another purple one. <laughs> well, I went up on this store and I'm like, oh, there's a chance it could be the retail variant. Um, but it was just the Aussie variant, which is fine. I got a copy of Counterparts, and if you can't tell there's a theme here, I get too impatient waiting for my mail to come from overseas or from anyone, really. So <laughs> I picked up a variant, which I'm glad because if it's going to be my album of the year or a top three. It should be... I should have more than one variant, let's be honest. And then uh, I also got a copy of brand new Deja Intendu on Friday, which was amazing. Um, there's a bit of a story behind that one, but I'm not going to go into it today, so... <laughs> That's fair. But you know the story, and it's pretty great, and I'm yeah, so stoked to get great that. Great story. So, um, yeah. How good does that bit. sound? How good does Deja sound on, on Wax? I feel dirty talking about it, because we had this convo recently about, it's still cancelled, but I know half of you people listening still listen to All Time Low, so leave me alone. Um, it sounds amazing on Wax. <laughs> and you know who you are, too. <laughs> another shout-out Another shout out to our international listeners. Um, but no, so... Yeah, it sounds incredible. I couldn't believe how good it sounded, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it gave me goosebumps. Like, it honestly gave me goosebumps. A record that I've wanted for a long time, but I just thought it would never get because it sells for so much. And then mm-hmm. here we are. So, yeah, it was a good, 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 few, good few weeks of mail. Beautiful. What, you, what have you gotten recently? Um, let's see. Uh, I had a package from you come in. And that had um, United Nations um, self-titled in it. Yeah. Uh, so that's a Jeff Rickley side project, which I will talk we'll talk about more in depth. But basically, all the the members were contracted with labels, so they couldn't do it. So they all wore um, whoa, whoa, Ronald whoa, whoa, Reagan. Whoa. Are, you, are you are you are you just hitting us with a spoiler alert for later on? No. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> in another episode, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that also had the Violent Soho Kamikaze seven inch in it. Which oh is, yeah, I forgot that I yeah the it. hot pink one. Yeah. And uh, so the day after that, I got the No Pressure Records, the Purple Gang. Yeah. Uh, that sounds sick. I think I've spun that like three times already. Oh, so good. You, you got a ticket to their show, right? Yes. Yeah. Has Melbourne sold out? I don't know. I'll have to check, but. Uh, I'm super keen. I didn't even hesitate. I'll, I'll go by myself. I don't care. Regulate, who are supporting him, are awesome as well. Did you know that Regulate is the drummer? It plays the guy from that plays drums in No Pressure. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know, know this until Friday. Yeah. Um, Sick. Apparently, he's a little bit cancelled as well. I'm not sure. So. <laughs> oh no. Do your homework. I don't, I don't know. I just heard this. Um, 
fuck, are we just becoming a hot topic podcast? Like where we're talking about spicy shit. Um, delete that date. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So I've got a ticket to to that show. Uh, hope it sells out. Stay Gold's a sick venue for, yeah. for bands like that. Uh, the next day after that, I got the Alira cassette, uh, Beware oh, the Snake, um, and Grizzly Shark, the Cheapskate uh, seven inch from ABVC. So I got a Marvel. Yeah. Did you get one of those? I do, but I think I've got it coming with the some other stuff. Order I have because I've got a fucking bunch of stuff on order. Yep. Um, can I just say before you continue, how mm. how good are the ABVC guys for that release? Mate, it's something completely out of left field and it's not something you see from any label is like giving away stuff. But yeah, I think it's a great... The, yeah. yeah. For those that aren't in the ABVC community, the label essentially hit up a community page online and said, hey, if you like these bands, thank you for everything you've done. Hit us up and we'll send you records if you cover shipping. Yeah, And I think it's just nuts. Yeah, especially like people aren't really buying a lot at the moment as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's an awesome release. It's not on black. They're both colored. They're both numbered. Um, mm. They're they're done really well. Like, it's just yeah. like a normal release, but it's a great way to thank the community for, for two years of, of backing this small label and a couple of guys who just kind of started something on a whim that's become bigger than, than both yeah. of them, I think. It's yeah. become a legacy. Yeah, absolutely has, especially in the local, like for us, people locally, like it's, it's yeah. massive, right? And yeah, they're great, great, great lads. Um, so yeah, big shout out to ABVC. Go check them out. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that brings us to this week and I got uh, the Common Courtesy Cracked Egg. So that's uh, glad to have a copy of that. <laughs> very good. No, very good. Uh, then I got a box from the States came, come in. So uh, that had Low Talker. So it's a, an, e, an EP that uh, Kieran in, in Canada gave me. It's got some members of um, Misery Signals. It's like a, a oh, punk cool. punk band. It's pretty cool. It had Stretch, Stretch Armstrong's Rituals of Life, um, mm-hmm. the Death Wish Deluxe, uh, the Draft, A Million Pieces, uh, mm-hmm. First press of that, which I've been waiting ages for. So I'm glad that's come in. It had Loma Prieta, Life Slash Less, which is a cool Screamo album from Deathwish that was like $5. Oh, is that the one that you told me about ages ago? It finally came in. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I pre-ordered that with um, Stretch Armstrong. So that's why okay. I came so late. So I didn't mind waiting for it for, for yep. 5 bucks. And then I got a Senza... Uh, tape and a Nuvo Lascura tape, so two screamo bands from the Middleman yeah. Records. Yeah, nice. So they're pretty cool. One of them's like dipped in like tie dye, a bit bit like what um, Alex from Stiff Cut does with his some of oh, his yeah. records. So yeah. it's like blue with like some gold marbling on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's uh, they're my pickups from from recent times. Fuck, I'm about to cough. <laughs> Sorry, fuck, I just coughed. That's okay. <laughs> I'm a bloody coughing fit. Um, we can cop that out. Nah, fuck it. Leave it in, Dave. I'm going to take the cancellation out anyway, so. Uh, um, I was going to say, how are the tapes sounding? Especially the Alira one. 
Uh, how does that sound? The Allure one sounds awesome. Yeah, sweet. So I can't wait yeah. to bring my cassette player up from Melbourne. I left it at Marnie's house when I moved. Um, so I think now that I have a few, um, it's really just like two I'd want to play. <laughs> the rest yeah. I'd need to give to you. But um, <laughs> I think I'll just have it up, bring it up anyway. Yeah. More shit to have around my apartment. Well, I mean, it's cool because so, like the Australian or Melbourne hardcore bands are doing like their demos on tapes and splits on tapes. So it's really cool to get that stuff rather than them being on a seven inch or something. I think it's a really cool way to kind of get music out and, and support the bands anyway. So even it's if it's cheaper, got... right? And doing vinyl. Yeah. So, um, I guess you don't have to wait fucking ages like we do for vinyl now. That's right. And I think it'll start catching on. Um, I think like the earlier one was like 25 bucks, but I picked up, um, comeback kids latest album, heavy steps and Great it was album, $10. Right? Is a great album, and that's another one we haven't spoken about. But um, it was ten dollars, and it absolutely pumps. So nice. the the technology may be getting better or something. It's just another thing to collect. But um, I'm really enjoying just picking picking demos and and stuff like that up. Yeah. Nice. That's good. good. Yeah. So I've had a good good couple of weeks. Looking to, How's the to back come... end of the year wrap up? Or does it slow back? You got many pre-orders on the way? Yeah, I've got a few. Um, my list is still pretty hefty, but um, a lot of pre-orders from earlier in the year and stuff yeah. kind of waiting to come in yeah. and lots of good deals popping up on, on Marketplace, which is danger. Big danger. Big, big danger. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to dial it back, but there's some things that are, kind of bigger ticket items that kind of pop up every now and then that, that kind of catch me out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Christmas is coming up and yep. it's just all happening. So yeah, my list isn't that big anymore. There are a few things already in transit that we've already kind of committed to that are on the way, but in regards to things coming out, I'm trying my hardest. Like I haven't really been going on the pages on Facebook and not really going on eBay like I used to and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it should be pretty quiet from here on out, which is good. I think the ones I'm keen for, notably Poison the Well, that should be here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of my copies of Taylor Swift. Fuck, is there anything else? I don't know. Um, I don't coming really this else. year. The only other things we've got coming this year is potentially the Touche More Circus Survive cover series, but I haven't heard oh, anything actually, from Touché, that for a while. Um, the Dead Horse uh, 10, mm. that should come soon. I think I already saw someone with it. Or have they just replicated the same press? No, there's a tour variant. So there's oh. the, they've got some on tour in Europe. I know we, we got the tricolor, like the pulse even kind of one. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the splat out of that come up? I saw it on Instagram yesterday. Oh, really? I don't know if I sent it to you, but it looked pretty good. Mm. From the store? It was the same variant. So I don't know where they got it from. Mm. I think the Euro Tour one was something. I can't remember what it was. I saw a okay. picture of it. But that's the only one that's produced at the moment is a tool one. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we cover a few more things that we usually want to talk about and maybe a new segment that we're going to have that we're pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, just in regards to things that have come up in life and things that are ongoing, uh, <laughs> one thing I needed to backtrack on. Mm-hmm. I've, been list- I've been using Spotify a bit. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the playlists are pretty good. 
the no, pre-made ones. Well, just other people's playlists and things are pretty okay. good. Yep. And this whole blend feature where you can like see what the mix is with someone is pretty damn cool. Mm. And yep. so I find myself now just going to stuff on Spotify and I've, I'm a bit concerned, but I just want to get that get that off my chest <laughs> because I know I have been roasted uh, since we first did our intro <laughs> on the fact that I didn't know how to use Spotify, but I've come a long way. So I just want to get that off my chest. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy that you've come around. Um, so I was actually th- thinking, because I use a couple of different platforms and I've been listening to some albums on Spotify and I have a bit of a bugbear with Spotify. What is it? Whenever I finish an album, it goes to the, the radio. Okay. And it plays the same song every time after any album, which no matter what album I play. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't go to Spotify for albums. I still use Apple Music for all of that. So if I only want to go to a playlist, I just don't even notice half the time. Mm, Okay. Um, Now he sounds like the boomer. (laughs) Me. Damn it. I've got a question for you, though. Do you listen to more of your music through Plex? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, redacted. No, I do. Um, so I do download it um, from like the, the cards and I buy it off Bandcamp as well. So I just like to have it there. And there's always stuff that isn't for sale. So um, I'm able to get my hands on. But um, I just don't know. It just it feels good to have it all there at my fingertips. Whereas yeah. if you're looking for like a demo or, or something like that, like yeah. I was looking today, there's a... Um, a turnstile cassette, a cassette that's out. That's like a live performance that isn't on streaming. It's just on this cassette. Really? And maybe on Bandcamp. I haven't had a chance to look, but I've never heard of it before. So it's good to have that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into some stuff, is there anything you want to bring up? I guess this is a kind of episode where we're not really talking about much. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty good. I think. Um, wait, was there one more thing I wanted to bring up? Fuck, I don't remember. So hit me with your feature album. I really enjoyed this lately. And I am i don't know, which, I still don't know which one mine is. I've written two down. So I'm just going to come up with it as I feel. Um, but you hit me with, what's your feature album this week? Well, um, it's one we mentioned earlier Ooh, in the list. So hopefully you don't have any overlap. But it's uh, it's Gris Klein by Birds in Row. I do not have that. Okay, cool. Problem. Cool. Take so it came it. out earlier this year, like two weeks ago, October 14th. Yep. Um, a little bit of history on, um, on Birds in Row. They're actually a French post-hardcore screamo band. Uh, they formed in 2009. So they've been really? around a while, yeah. And they're not from like Paris. They're from a little village southeast in the southeast of France. Awesome. And they've just really come up in like the DIY scene. They uh, record all their stuff live except for the vocals. So they're, they're really, really great musicians. And especially with the kind of sound that they have to be able to pull that off recording live rather than separate. So they record impressive. all the instrumentals live together and then yep. they just track the vocals later. Yeah. Fuck, that's intense. Because their, their yeah. music is 
very fucking technical and guitars coming at you left, right and center, like tempo changes, like they're nuts. So that's yeah. pretty impressive that they do that that way. Yeah. And that's like, it's, this is why I like bands like this, I think, because they are like showing their craft. You could go through and record guitar, 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 drums, and then like squish it all together. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't work for, for what we're hearing. Yeah. But anyway, they're, um, yeah, so they've been working hard. They're a DIY band. They, I'm not sure if you knew this, but when they go on tour and they sell their merch, it's pay what you want. What? It's pay what you want. So you could, in theory, they don't really let it happen, but it's like you could pay a, dollar, a, a euro for a t-shirt. Who would do that though? Assholes would do that. That's right. But they actually found that when you... People more generous. People more generous, yeah. Yeah, so people I would totally like, give them like, I don't know, 50 two euros. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I 100%, I would give them more. Yeah. I, yeah. It blew my mind when, because he was on the, Bart was the singer, was on um, the first ever pod with yeah. Jeremy Bomb, and he was saying that, and because Jeremy was like, oh, you guys used to do, like, pay what you want, because it's very 90s DIY thing when you coming up in the scene so people like oh i'll just pay five bucks ten bucks whatever and he's like no we do it now still it's like he said that's the best model for for them they want to show that they're not bigger than the people who are coming to buy the merch and all that kind of stuff and he said it really works there's like people that pay twice so they're doubling their their profits on a t-shirt or something like that and people come back because it's very um it's just a very human thing to do, I guess. It's just I think it, trust, yeah. in, trust in the person that's paying to do the right thing. I would I would really like for more bands to do that because there have been times where I've seen a band and I've gone to buy a t-shirt at the end of the show, like 25 bucks, and I'm like, really? Um, and now that like we did our tees, right? Yep. You're not making much money off 25 bucks for a tee. Yeah. And I'm sometimes sitting there thinking... I would love to just give you more, but I never pay with cash. So it's like, oh no, I actually want to pay forty for that. And they're like, yeah. oh, like what the fuck? It was an awkward moment, right? Mm-hmm. I would love for bands to actually promote, pay what you want, and I yeah. hope that the local people here aren't scumbags and actually pay what they are, or a little bit yeah. more even. So, yeah, and I think they've had a couple of people like pulled up at the merch desk and be like, I'm going to pay two euros, and someone standing next to them was like, No, nah, man, you're paying more than that. Not, yeah, don't good. be a dick so like the community's about it as well because it's just helping bands it's like a like a patreon kind of system you you pay what you want you support it's like band camp as well can. when you buy stuff yeah. they're like minimum 15 go nuts like yeah. i think like it's really it. cool yeah good. so they've they've done some tours with touche and some really big bands over the years and um yeah so i'm really really excited about the direction screamo's in at the moment or emo violence it's incredible it's like i think um i I mean from when we started talking really more about this kind of stuff like last year early this year Mm -hmm. it's come a long way from there right yeah and i've learned so much you've learned a lot you're probably deeper into it than i am but you're always sending me bands of like hey this band is actually still around playing music i'm like holy fuck (laughs) there's some good shit out there that's the exciting part we could actually see these guys in Australia yeah. one day. Like, I I hope, like, Touche brings them out or something like that. That would be sick. I just want Touche to come out. 
fucking come out and play some songs, please. I need it. Me too. So um, I'm going to pick two of the kind of the bigger songs from the album, but I've been listening to it from start to finish. Like I would suggest doing that. But um, the two songs I'm picking are Water Wings and Rodin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That was like the last single, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 But it's later on in the album. And I think it's it's almost a completely different song to the rest of the album, but it fits and it's awesome. Love the intro. Love the tempo. It's just great. Um. No, that's good. They're they're great, and do you pick, we've been meaning to pick up that record. Fucking yeah. Euro, man. <laughs> the dollar is horrible. <laughs> Our dollar is horrible. I saw I saw the US dollar went up to PayPal to sixty one ninety <laughs> a few weeks ago. It was at fifty nine cents. So yeah. Um, no, uh, that's awesome. It's a good pick, man. Mm, thank you. So, for my pick for the week. I'm going to go left field again because fuck it. This is our podcast and I can do what I want. <laughs> no, not really. I'm not going left field at all. When I say left field, I mean, I'm not going for an emo band. Um, I was going to have Arms Length as my feature album um, because I keep, I think I've spammed a chat with you in like two or three times saying, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Other people, I'm starting, I'm starting to message people that I know and like, go listen to this band because they're amazing. But I, I, I can't go past Taylor Swift Midnight's for my feature album this week. Need to give it a run. Um, if I'm going to give counterparts a run and we gave counterparts a run, yes. I don't think, I think I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't give Midnight's by Taylor Swift, um, the fade album for this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think more bands should release albums without singles. And I know that that is me probably being entitled because bands can't afford to bank on the fact that when the album comes out, people are going to buy it, right? I'm not yep. that ignorant. I'm not that stupid. I get it. But the excitement of listening to an album that had no singles is something that I don't think I've had. I can't remember the last time I had that. If anything, there are too many singles that come out now. We had it once this year already. Who the fuck did we have it with? No Pressure. Surprise album. Fair. All right. You got me. Uh, I said the podcast was all downhill from before. There's your... There's your, there's your... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sorry to run on your parade, but you, that's, that's just one. I'm sorry, but I agree. No, um, I agree uh, because how good is it? Like even it's really hard to avoid the singles because they're just jammed down your throat. Social media, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, you get notifications. Yeah. All that kind of I stuff. I mean, Gatter Parts was interesting because it was only 11 songs and they released three or four of them, right? So yeah. That's a bit hard. Dance Gavin Dance was a good example. They had like, what, 17 songs, 16 songs on the album? I think so. And they had yeah. three or four singles, right? And one of the singles came out like the week before or the few days before. Yeah. The thing with that was you, you knew the track listing. And so you kind of got a feel for how the album was going to flow before you even listened to it. Yeah. When we listened to Midnight by Taylor Swift, we didn't know anything about it. It was front to end for everyone. If you skip to a song, I don't believe you. Um. And it was just a really good experience, I think. Yeah, totally. And even I listened to it on the Friday, and really didn't—I really didn't know what to expect. Because um, really, I'm like an association Taylor Swift fan <laughs> because of Lauren, my wife, and um, like she is 
an advocate for the early stuff. She's not really into the the yeah. the national version of Taylor. But this isn't the national much. version of Taylor. I know, not at all. And I, I said that to her. I'm like, she's like, I haven't listened to the last two albums really. I'm like, I didn't just give it a go. And she was she was going out to see one of her girlfriends. And I spoke to her the next day and I was like, well, what did you think? She's like, yeah, I'm not really sure. And then a few days later she came to me and she's like, I think I love it. Yeah, it's good. And and I listened to it through um, and it's compl- like it's its own thing. I don't think it's a comparison to, to anything that I've listened to by her. No. I think it's very much what she, the direction she wants to go in, obviously. But it's her kind of breaking the shackles on that pop star mold a little bit as well. What I think's been really good. So, I mean, my favorite albums before this were Still Lover and Reputation. So her two pop albums before she did the two acoustic ones. Mm-hmm. And I think people sometimes get lost in the fact that the singles from those records were still very much traditional Taylor Swift singles. Yeah. The other songs on the albums probably fit into this a little bit more and so i think now that we've gotten this you can feel a really real good progression from where she was to where it is Mm -hmm. now and like i I think i thought i was groundbreaking when i made this comment but i've since been told that everyone on twitter is apparently saying it but Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i feel like this is like the stuff that i love the most from lover reputation 1989 this is like that all together in an album yeah and i just think that it is a perfect pop album like there's it's not it's not gimmicky there aren't songs where it's like you could tell this was written to be a single it was made for the radio it just feels like a really unique and kind of natural pop album and i don't think we get many of them anymore and and i think you know we listen to a lot of emo music heavy screamo all that stuff you just don't get this stuff anymore uh, as much sorry from what we listen to and i think it's just fantastic um i just instantly gravitated to it it's intriguing fucking hit you in the feels good sad boy album so yeah i had to put it this week can i ask yeah are they playing any of the songs offered on the radio i don't think so i don't listen to the radio i'm sure anti-hero which has become like the single okay um it was the first video clip and probably the most catchy it's on tiktok and everything okay Um, i'm assuming they'll be playing that but i don't listen to the radio so i have no no idea me either that's that's kind of why i asked because you like because her, I remember watching that documentary that she was in, and yeah. her whole angle was to to win a Grammy. I've got to win Grammys. I've got to win Grammys. And yeah. that was like a certain era, which I understand, which is fine. That sells your albums, that gets your tours. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was just interested to see which which songs. Yeah, which songs have been so it was yeah so in what two weeks. I know we're talking Taylor. Oh, I was looking yesterday. She, like, every song, like you know, Spotify, 70 million, 70 million, something like that, right? Andy here is 94 million. 94. So it was like 70 when I checked like two days yeah. ago. <laughs> in nine in nine in nine days. That's 10 Nuts. million streams a day. Nuts. Look, well, she broke every record under the sun. Uh, most streams yeah. a day, all that bullshit. She had everything yeah. done. So <clears throat> yeah, I think it's incredible. It's incredible effort. And then she released. Like, so it came out at midnight, yeah. which is 3 p.m. our time. And then at 3 a.m. over there, 6 p.m. our time, she's like, fuck it, here's, what, six more songs, was it? Six or seven more songs? Like, fuck, here yeah. you go. 3 a.m. edition, deluxe, let's go. <laughs> so, um, and to be honest, like, although I still prefer the original songs for the record, 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are some really good songs in that that I think are great and they're kind of like bonus tracks. And it's amazing that she released them three hours after. So fuck it. I know people are going to listen to it. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah, that's gangster. Um, so, yeah, it was really good. I think the only thing that pissed me off about that was I bought, what, every variant except for one. <laughs> And it has the original track listing. Is she going to release a deluxe and then break my bank again? I don't know. Um, um, I'll be pretty pissed if she does that. And she probably will, but probably. But she hasn't done that with any other albums, has she? Is there like a deluxe lover or nine eighty nine? Yeah, or no, not for those. I don't think no, not for those. But like for Fearless, she did a deluxe, so you can get Fearless and then you can get the platinum edition. Yeah, like but that. they didn't so come. It would be yeah the platinum edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't come out like on the same day. They came out like ten years apart, though, didn't they? A while, yeah, a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now there's all these rumors that she's going to release her speak now. Um, I was about to say version. that. Yeah. So, um, I will say my favorite tracks uh, on this album, which I'm really great. I'm really glad. So they haven't changed. It was one. So I had three when it first came out that I was like, these three songs are the fucking songs off the album. It's gone to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the three that I had originally was Maroon, the second track, yep. just like perfect follow-up track to the opener. Uh, Question, track seven, and then Labyrinth, track 10. Yeah. The la- the latter two are both sad boy songs or sad girl songs, <laughs> if you want to say. So they were right up my alley, but Maroon was just like the great pop song on the record that I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. But since then, Midnight Rain, it just is like, just does things to me. <laughs> So, um, get off the emo, emo stuff. Give this album a listen because it's really good. And I think the time for being embarrassed about listening to Taylor Swift is past us, even though you all want to give me shit for it. (laughs) No, you're pretty good. (laughs) No, I give it a go too. And I think, I think we spoke about it with Jamie, how like we all rip on pop music, but essentially it's like it's it's really hard to do and like there's a reason it's popular because it sounds good i know some of it is like repetitive trash but like not in these instances like you think some of the biggest pop stars in the world have been telling stories like elton john people like that and i think she's up there with the echelon of upper echelon of those people on pretty close to breaking into that that kind of realm because she tells amazing stories the songs they all make sense and they sound good so yeah. why not give her some credit just because yeah. she's popular doesn't mean that she's doing anything wrong like she's yeah. working just as hard as these small bands it's just the the audience isn't as big for yeah. for emo and and metal and, and stuff yeah. like that it's a good time for music um yeah Apparently she's going to announce a world tour soon, which she kind of already has announced that she's doing one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's Mate, a big time for music. Taylor if Swift big, music, so. if big bands keep coming out, we won't be able to do the next segment. No, we're doing the next segment. So good segue, Dave. <laughs> um. So, what are we calling this? The Road to Furnace Fest. Yeah. Ciao! 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 Ciao!
All right, let's do it. Road to Furnace Fest uh, segment. Are we gonna we're gonna have a sound effect in here or something? Yeah, <laughs> we'll find um, a sample. <laughs> it'll be like something from the Mad Max soundtrack or something. Mad Max, Jesus. Yeah, he's a road warrior, and that's what we're gonna be for two weeks. Fuck, we um coming out of much pit retirement. Touche, touche, touche. So. Yeah, so I guess we have been talking a lot about it the last week in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to Furnace Fest next year for my birthday. How good is that going to be? Yeah. I'm super pumped. And I know that, like, first off, thanks for, for asking me if I'd want to come along. And thanks for kind of basically setting out the plan because I'd <laughs> essentially written the, the United <laughs> States off my list of travel destinations because it's not kid friendly. And, um, Lauren said yes. And, and we're, we're doing it. I can't believe it. So just some context for the story. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to America next year. Furnace Fest is on my birthday. Why fuck it? Why not? I'm going to like, I'm just going to go to America because I've been in lockdown for a few years to put some color in. I went to America in the, for Christmas in 2019 before COVID. And that was the first time I went overseas by myself or with my brother, not with my family. Mm-hmm. And I had the best time of my life. And I've stayed ever since, like I wanted to go to Japan, but then COVID canceled that. I wanted to do other holidays, but I just haven't had the chance. And then I moved to Sydney. All my focus has been on moving to Sydney the last year. And now I'm kind of in the clear, kind of like starting to continue to live my life. And I just said, fuck it. I want to travel. My birthday was about 10 months away, 11 months away. It gives yeah. us a good time to save. I'm going to do it. And it's on my birthday. Like the Saturday is my birthday. So fuck it, I'm going to go. And we we're talking. And I was just like, fuck it. You want to come? All the fellas, who wants to come? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I wish. I'm like, why not? You never know. And I can't believe it paid off because now you're coming. Yeah. Yep. The answer's always no unless you ask. So um... you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got, what did we figure on? We we're, we're landing on eight, 16 days. Yeah. 16 or 18, I think. So Furnace Fest is on the Friday, the 22nd through to Sunday, the 24th with the Friday just being like a pre-party thing. Yeah. So it doesn't really count. I'm going to say Furnace Fest starts on my birthday. So yeah, but okay. yeah, we're, we pretty much find it at the start of that week and then we stay for another a week and a bit after that. Yep. Which is going to be hectic. Man, I'm so keen just to just, yeah, just eat pizza, see some bands. Well, this was the thing, right? So when, and I'm a bit of a, I remember when I went with my brother to America, I'm very organized when it comes to a lot of things in my life, but there are a lot of things that I'm super lazy with. I remember when I went with my brother I had like a fucking itinerary planned out. I had, we're going to travel. This It takes this long to travel to this place. So we're going to do that at this time and all this stuff because I just wanted to get the most out of it. And I, I like to really plan things and organize things and spreadsheets. It's my fucking job. <laughs> and I remember I'm like to you, what, what do you want to do, Dave? Like surely there are going to be things you want to do. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I just want to kind of go to gigs, eat, eat, eat pizza. <laughs> like, it made it really easy to plan because you didn't have your heart set on things. Well, there's a couple of things I thought of and mainly because I couldn't think of them is because I'd basically, as I said, scrubbed 
going going there um, from my list. But then um, I had a couple of things. Long yeah. behold. Well, it's going to be pretty damn good. I know one of the one of the main things on my list was I want to spend a bit of time in like Philly and New York. Yeah, they're like two places I fell in love with when I went. And I want to get like a bunch of sandwiches and, and bagels <laughs> and really just sandwiches. Oh, I dream. I, I, I know where the location is of the deli that I went to every day near my hotel in Soho. And I don't know the name of it, but I, I can see it on the map. And I, I can't see a deli there anymore on like Google. Oh, no. So I'm like, it fucking better be there. Because I think about it all the time. Still one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. And I can tell you right now when we go, where we're going straight there. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so I guess what we'll do, like every, there's a few things we want to cover. So we want to get pit fit. I mean, I'm not going to Furnace Fest and not putting myself in bodily harm. Um, if there are bands that play there that I've been waiting my whole life to see that I never thought I'd see, I'm going to, yeah. And <laughs> I think that's one thing that's really in the back of my mind um, that I'm going to put a lot of my time and energy on is for that. Yeah, me too. I decided after the weekend that pit fit is very important to this trip. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, the second thing, obviously, really expensive with the dollar being so shit we spoke to before. Um, but that's all right. We will rebuild. <laughs> we need to help each other here, not buy records, essentially. Yep. Um, and I know I broke that. Like We agreed on this maybe a week and a bit ago, and I think since then <laughs> I've asked you every day, oh, there's this, this record, Alpha Wolf's come up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Big shit's come up and none of that anymore. None of that. Yeah. We'll hold ourselves accountable or each other accountable. Yeah. And then I think like every episode, we'll just cover on where we're at. Have we started booking shit? What do we want to do? I think we'd love to open up to people about things like they did on their trips um, that we can talk about or we can like maybe start to plan around and things like that. So I don't really know what it looks like, but I think it'd be cool for us to talk to every few weeks. And then like we've already spoken about, like I'd love to get a fucking t-shirt made up for us just yeah. for us to go to America and fucking we'll do shit like that. Who knows? We'll just have a bit of fun with it and kind of talk about it every episode. Yeah. And if you're, um, if, if any of you guys listen and you're in the States and you're going to go, I know the first run of tickets have already gone up. Um, for, for next year's festival. So if you guys listen and you want to hang out, Mosh, mosh out together just hit us up on the instagram because we're we're keen as to uh yeah. to kind of put some vinyl accounts uh names to faces and oh yeah and catch up with some people like, there are a handful of people there that i'm pretty keen to meet if they go um yep i just can't wait it's just gonna be good like when i went with my brother i had a great time with my brother and we went over christmas and sport was a big part of that trip mm-hmm. but he was only 19 at the time which i didn't mind but it just was different. Like it was harder for us to do things because after night, like we couldn't go places because he was underage. And I'm not telling, I'm not saying that I'm going to drink, I'm going to drag you along to get fucking like <laughs> sloshed with me. But you know, it's just like, we would go, we, I'd want to go to a pub and they were like, oh, you can't come into this one. He's not 21. But other yeah. pubs would be like, yeah, you can come in. You just can't drink. So it's like, fuck and shit like that. So um, I think one thing I'm really excited about and even if it isn't a Lions or Magpies grand final, watching the grand final that Friday night is going to be pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And we know that um, Brisbane isn't going to be there. So oh, fuck off. 
<laughs> I'm gonna be but, wearing my bloody. I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing my Brisbane shorts and, and I'm gonna wear my full Brisbane kit if we make the granny. That Saturday I'll be wearing my, my my jersey, my singlet, and my footy shorts, and I'll wear my high knee socks like Joe Danaher. Yeah. I'll even grow a mustache for you, Dave. <laughs> well, you won't be spending your birthday in uh, at Furnace Fest if you do that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, how good is that going to be, though? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. keen. We'll talk about every week updates. I know I've got a few things in mind that um, I've wanted, I kind of wanted to do anyway, and I haven't actually part, run them past you, Dave. Maybe we cool. can make this one big thing and, yeah, have a bit of fun with it over the next, what was it, 10 months. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I guess, is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. I think we've we've got some good time here. Yeah, we've uh, I can't covered we've been some for this long. Yeah, I think we've um, yeah got some good who, coverage. Who knew that we had stuff to talk about that wasn't like structured band talk <laughs> or like give us a playlist yeah. and we'll dissect it with you. Um, no, this was really fun. I think we spoke about we'd done a few mixtapes. It'd been pretty intense, like long episodes. We wanted to just get on and like chew the fat and talk the shit. Um, I think really when you look at it now, it's the first of no. This will come out on the 2nd of November? Yep. Fuck, that's nuts. Um, yeah, so it's not long not long until we do the end of year lists and Really, we've, got, we've spoken about episodes. Like, our December's going to be pretty packed. Yeah. We've got to fit in two more mixtapes before the end of the year? I Maybe? Think, yeah, two if we can, hopefully. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Another shout out to, to your mate. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to happen. <laughs> It's okay, Maka. We'll get you on. I promise. I'm keen. I've, I've seen the songs and I'm really keen for that. So, yeah. um, and then I'm in Melbourne. So we're going to hopefully get to do some episodes face to face. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm pretty keen on because I don't mind doing it like this, but it's going to be good. And I think I'm going to try and be in Melbourne for like a week or two. So maybe we can Perfect. punch out a few. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Big things coming. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, thank, yeah, thanks for everyone who's made it this far. Uh, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. Uh, we love the feedback and the conversations generated by these topics, these episodes, mixtapes. And we've also recently just launched a press conference society facebook group so if anyone's listening uh we hadn't added you to the group yet uh send myself or phil a dm on on facebook or or instagram or just hit up the the facebook page um and we'll get you in there so we will have a a generated bit of conversation in there some feedback uh episode ideas and maybe some polls for for upcoming episodes down the track and i think like we've had a few big people on so we had you know matt come on from um the coffee shop soundtrack podcast borchi come on who like helped with paul affairs jamie archer come on um from summit we had nick on from caution these are all people that we've kind of spoken about and there are projects in the works but we're really just keen to get you know mates on normal people like yep. us that just fucking love music so yeah hit us up because we'd love to have you on too yeah cool we'll uh we'll see you for the next one see you then all right peace Bye.